up, y'all? And welcome to another episode of Here You Talking About the Podcast with Gina, John, and Michelle. What is up, y'all? Hey, um, you the next time you bring me in, you can say uh Kamala Michelle or K Michelle for short. <laughs> oh, K Michelle, you know I love her. I'm, in, Don't I'm inspired. Kamala that, Michelle. This I like that, Shayla Pooh. I like that. What's Black going ball. on, y'all? How has the this week been for y'all? I know you heard me say black ball. <laughs> <laughs> Guess you won't be getting called in. Sorry. That what I'm talking about. No. Mm. Right. How was y'all week thus far? My week was somewhat productive. I don't want to be productive because being productive is being an adult and having to do adult shit. I would rather just lay on the couch all day, but I can't do that. So I had a productive week, unfortunately. I did. Michelle, what about you, Gary? Um, it's been a, a trying week for me, so I'm holding on. Um, one of my friends, her aunt died oh, this oh. week. Um, and it was unexpected. Like she was diagnosed with um lung cancer, and she was given six months to live, but she didn't even live two weeks. Yeah. So that's a lot. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, we celebrated Mackenzie's. 16th birthday. That's Tasha's oh, oldest daughter. Well, that's Child her only daughter, but she's the oldest. Yeah, she turned 16. Oh my gosh, she's she's such a beautiful young lady. Like, you know how, you know, um, Tasha went to Clark, but yeah. when I look at Mackenzie, I'm looking at her like, oh, she got a Clark. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I can just yeah. see her future. Yeah. yeah. So, um, that's all I got, but it's it's been a very trying week. Like I say, the um the passing was so unexpected. Um, but I did get a great surprise. Um, my best friend Amy, her birthday is February the first, and I'm excited about that. But to be honest with you, like nobody never really knew how old she was. Mm-hmm. And so when she sent out her birthday invitation, <laughs> she will be turning 40. But legit, nobody never knew how old she was. So she was, I'm happy to say that she was born in 81. That's good because I'll be on this side. She's got to be 40. I want because I'm 35. What? But we know how old you are. You know, I mean, it's y'all not a do. mystery. It was never a mystery. Okay, okay. But well, y'all do. <laughs> but like everybody else may not. I don't float on the radar for a long time, baby. Okay. But not you know no that. more because you are a certified old man. All these. So for me, guys, um, my week was crazy too. Like, I, I don't know if I told y'all my aunt passed. My dad told me like on Monday, my aunt passed, my aunt Louise, and I don't even remember her. Like, I don't. So that was kind of like, damn, you know, that, but that was his oldest sister. So I was like, damn. And then it kind of made me realize, like, damn, I got to be the one to start looking at insurance and bigger stuff for my parents to have those kind of conversations. So that brought a wave of depression on me. And I'm just smoking. And so that is my story for the week. <laughs> and that's why I got How old was your aunt? Do you know? I don't even, I don't remember. He was like, when I talked about that, he was like, you won't remember who she is. I was like, damn, okay. I still oh, want okay. to know details. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. So I don't know. But she died, like, 
she I asked, was it due to COVID? And he was like, well, she had COVID and then she um had a negative diagnose diagnosis, then two days later she just died. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So And that's something um I've been hearing a lot about, a lot of negative diagnosis. Like people yeah. have been taking COVID tests and they come back negative. And once they have passed away, you know, the tests come back positive. You know, that's what they pass of. So at this point, um, it is kind of like it doesn't matter if you're tested or not, because if you don't show the symptoms, what it's looking like is sometimes it may not show up in your test results. And even if you are tested and you um, are tested positive mm-hmm. three months later, you're still going to be tested positive. If um, you um, don't even have the symptoms anymore, if you have gotten through um all of your ailments that come along with it, but it's still in your system. So the best thing that we can do is just build our immune system. Okay. Yeah. That's with anything that's to fight against any illness. Yeah, I agree. False negatives, honey. They said it it happens a lot. Yeah. This girl, I just saw this girl on um good you know my old ass. Good morning, America. She said she had it for eleven months. What she had it for 11 good? months and she's still dealing with it. She's a young girl too. I think she was like 12. And she was like, what? she has, yes, she, she, they said she had, well, she said she um has throat issues. Like she feels like her, she always got the shakes, her chest. Like 11 months, take me out with a sledgehammer, baby. No, day. I don't want to be here no more. Okay. Fuck that. That's crazy. And to be so young and dealing with that for 11 months? 11 months. Yeah, so I was like, damn. That's a damn shame. It is. All right, so y'all ready to get into Hell Mail real quick? Hell yeah. (laughs) Hell Mail, hell yeah. (laughs) All right, so first up, from a lady named a lady. When you say something, when you call somebody a lady, that means like they old. So I don't think this person's old. So I would say a young lady. How about that? (laughs) A young lady. Huh? So I'm a young lady. No, you are old. And you're not. Bitty. That's what you are. Okay. And that's fine. You're not a young lady, honey. No one nil. We'll call you mid, mid lady. Me, it ain't never been good. Me, it's not me, it, lady. Me, it drifts, me, it, nothing. Okay, so this is from Kay. Her name is Kay. Hi, here we go. Kay says, hey, Gina, Michelle, and John. Absolutely obsessed with the three of you and the amazing podcast. Mm-hmm. How do you guys process missing someone that you shouldn't? You guys didn't necessarily stop talking due to cheating or anything traumatic like that, but solely based off cruel comments made by the person during a casual conversation. A year later, it, I'm still yearning for their company. They frequent my social media pages, but we don't talk or interact at all. What would you do? Who that do sound familiar? Like we already done did that. Yeah, that. Yeah, it does. That do sound familiar. Was that familiar, what you were talking about, John? Yeah, that's the one. But I don't think I think that's the one we didn't do. Like that was the episode we we didn't air because it messed up or something. That's what I want to say. But if it, if it, if it's not, we just gonna answer it again, yeah, but- and that'll just be dead. God damn it! <laughs> oh, okay. I know, cause obviously it needed to be. It, it came back around, so yeah. And I ain't put a star on this. So I don't think we did it. My thing um, is for me, I cord cut. I do like spiritual cord cutting. Uh, we talked about that in a previous podcast. 
um, I cord cut and get all of that out of there. And they get invited to a block party. It's a DJ in that bitch and everything. Uh-huh. Block it. Yeah, let it go. You got yeah. you have to miss them and hey, write their name on the paper and go burn it up. <laughs> burn that bitch to the ground, baby. <laughs> I don't like that too, shoddy. Like I, I love blocking motherfuckers. Like I take perverse pleasure in it. Okay, like. <laughs> I just do. So you won't even see what the fuck I'm doing, and I don't give a fuck about what you're doing. How about that? So that's why I'm in. Fuck you and your memories. <laughs> that's how I feel. Wow. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> All right. So that, that's that's our response. Okay, okay, let me go next up. Let's see here. Honey, come on. How long? It was like, on oh, down. Okay, this is a funny one. <laughs> okay, I ain't gonna buy... Okay, this is from another young lady. Um, Give me a name, y'all. Uh, Sojourner. So, her. So she said, um, ain't nobody saying nothing, but what is Vaseline? What is the difference between it and petroleum jelly? A good time. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. That's exactly what I thought. Wait a minute, what? <laughs> a good time. Tina, you are excited. We've been friends too long, because that's is I was talking about ease. That's what I was thinking. Ease and grease. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> right, here you talking about. Um, but I don't, you know what? I don't really like using either because I feel like it just sits on the skin and your skin yeah. actually gets addicted to it. So you tend, your skin tends to be even drier when you use it because it absorbs it so fast and it's like it want more. You have to keep applying it. And uh, you're not finna leave my doorknobs slippery as fuck. I can't get out there, bitch. Because <laughs> they greased up. Hey, you talking about miss me? Right. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I can't fuck with the baseline. Like, I give me some coconut oil any day. Like, I just can't fuck with it. Like, that's just too heavy. That shit, you can put that shit in your hand and chuck that at somebody, and it will be a wrap. Okay, wrap <laughs> dead. <laughs> know that. <laughs> Michelle, you got any uh any 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 Vaseline <laughs> any Vaseline story? Vaseline adventures. <laughs> Cause you real quiet, you must like it, Slidey. You like it? <laughs> I guess that's a yes. Right Is now. that a yes? Um. Oh, okay. Um. To be honest, I don't use either one because, like you were saying, Gina, I don't know. It just it just feels so thick. Mm-hmm. Vaseline and petroleum jelly, but what I do use is Vaseline balm for the lip <laughs> for everything. Ooh. <laughs> that's nasty. Have y'all ever used it or tried it? It comes in a tube where you um you um twist it and it roll up. I mean, it push up. I feel like I might be admitting to something like a push pop. Yeah, it's kind of like a push pop. But I just find that like I don't like Vaseline or petroleum jelly. But for whatever reason, because it's all the same thing, the balm I like. It seems like my skin absorbs it. 
So, Next question. Next and last question from Key Lolo. That's her name. So Key Lolo's question, oh, and it's right in time with the question too. Key Lolo's question is, what do you miss about the 90s that you wish you could bring back? TV shows, food, what do you want to bring back? Anything. Man, I would I would like to bring back my dad. Oh, that's so sweet. I would. That would. That is very sweet. Yeah. And here my dumb ass was finna say Fruitopia. Right. Me too. I'm finna say something <laughs> very like vain, like Moesha or some shit. <laughs> hmm. mm. But yeah, man. That's yeah. it. I mean, that's. That's all I got right now. So I would anytime I think about going back to the past, I always go back to um, you know, when I was around my dad. Um, because like I said, it was just it happened when he passed away, it happened so instantly. So um with that, and I think I would have <laughs> held on to my virginity a little longer. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Went being such a a hot packet. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Well, since it's okay, I ain't gonna be silly. Um, I think I think my time in high school with y'all, like with my like the time in a band, that era was amazing for me. Like we had a time. My I know I had a time in my life. Um, because I had so much other crazy shit going on at home, so that was an escape for me. You know what I'm saying? So. You Any chance I can band practice? Yeah, mm-hmm. all of that. I'll take all of that. All of that. Yeah. All of that. It was fun. Like, it helped shape, like, how I do shit to this day. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. say what you want by Mr. Thomas, you know, and men do say what they want. <laughs> but he <laughs> really, <laughs> like, <laughs> he, really, <laughs> he really helped me with structure. Like, he really helped me in that. Because if I didn't have you know, that avenue shot, ain't no telling what my black ass would have been doing. Mm. So, yeah, that's that for me. Pussy what about you, Gina? Pussy popping on the handstand on Cleveland Avenue. Um, That's what you would have been doing. I would bring <laughs> back... <What>? Man. <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Romance and even though, honey, shut up. Oh my god, you got my nerves. Just you are me. such a fairy tale, la la land ass girl, honey. Wet, wet romance. Wet, what you, what right. you talking about? We in the Passing middle school, high school, wet romance, sis. Passing notes. Sam. You talking about that, that romance you had with Melvin? Pew, pew, pew. Oh my! <laughs> now I didn't say which Melvin. I didn't say which Melvin. I did not. Okay. Oh, true. I forgot it was right. See there. See there. Take you know with it what you like, You remember how we used to like go to the park and talk about life, or jump on the trampoline and just think about stuff like. That's what I meant. Honey, we only jumped on trampoline when we came to your house, so that's <laughs> a lie. One right, time. one time. What the fuck? Now, what, if what you 
if you want to keep it real, just say you want to go back to your childhood with you and your brother. You and Dave. I didn't have no friends but y'all. I had other motherfucking friends. That's funny. Look, you and the imaginary friend that you got dropped on this trampoline with. Get out of here. I didn't even know you had a trampoline until you had the sleepover. Right. <laughs> Jenna, Sorry, crazy. I cannot. Y'all I some haters. Y'all some haters. Um, I had friends besides y'all. He's talking about losers. Who okay. was they, Jenna? Do you want me to name them? No, don't, John. Don't waste your time. Me and you, <laughs> we here. We here now. Damn, we here. Get <laughs> oh, my nerves. I'm just saying. Romance. She is so like no. Like it just really bothers me. (laughs) I would love ho. I like that. And I I I want that. Mm, I like that about, you know, the past. It's beautiful. Okay. I agree with what you said, John, about having structure. Um, the band, it did that for me too. Hillary, and I think you know, every, I guess I could say black child should experience it because when I was watching, um, I was watching something. I'm not going to say it was the inauguration, but I was looking at uh, maybe a parade and I was just looking at the difference between the culture of the African-American bands and the white bands. And it's just like, y'all go to band practice for that? (laughs) <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You right. Know, you didn't lose up. So. Right, yeah, I know it did a lot for you, Michelle, because you didn't even go to school. You know what I'm saying? It made you come to school. Like, <laughs> exactly. No, she right. didn't come to school. She just kind of practiced. Right. <laughs> yeah, I just, but I, I still had to get up and go. Yeah, she did. She did. That's crazy. So, yeah. Um, that was a great question, uh, Key Lolo. Yeah, it was Key Lolo. Thanks, boo. Um, are y'all ready to know what's going on in the world? You know I am. It's a bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I be mm-hmm. every week. I'm like, I want to bring something, something thoughtful, something good, something people can like relish on in the recesses of their minds. But like, shit just keeps going to to shit, and. One of those things is so uh, all these all these insurrectionists, i.e., U.S. terrorists. That's what I'm not calling them insurrectionists because that sounds very nice, and was nothing nice about the shit that they did. The, so their whole thing was though they didn't want black and brown votes counted. We talked about that last time. So now. The next big election is 2022. Republicans are already started in Gwinnett County. The Board of Elections, um, the Board of Elections chick, Alex Olenek, she said, and I quote, they don't have to change all of them, but they've got to change the major parts of them. So at least um, we have a chance at winning. They are changing so many laws. Because black and brown people brought Biden the presidency and won the Georgia Senate. And so they're getting ready to cut down on that. They're going to do that by uh, determining who can vote by mail. 
This time mm. it was a free for all. If you wanted to vote by mail, you could. Now they're getting ready to put it to where you have to meet a requirement to vote by mail. Yeah, right. Don't. And that's uh, going to cause confusion. That's going to cause confusion because what if you vote by mail and you're not supposed to and then your vote don't count but you find out too late and then you go to vote in person and they say, yeah, do count and then they accuse you of trying to vote twice. Like, all that shit is real. That's the point, though. That's the right. point. Right. Yeah. They're limiting drop boxes where people would just do the absentee ballot and go put it in a box. They're removing some of those. They're ending the no excuse absentee ballot votes because one third of the votes for Biden came from absentee ballots. Absentee ballots is if you're in oh, another wow. county or something like that. You just fill out a quick absentee ballot. Now you got to be where you're supposed to be, where you're supposed to be there. Mm. And that, and so my question, my question is like, so what was the, um, <laughs> like we have a Democratic Senate, Democratic House, so like how is this, you know, how is this going to happen with that? See, that's the thing is they're doing it at the state level. So Georgia is doing this. Texas is doing another thing. Kentucky is doing another thing. They can't stop that shit. Mm. So while Georgia is blue, the mm. Senate and the House, the Georgia State Senate and Georgia House is still very red. The mm. board of electors okay. is, are still all Republicans. Brian uh, 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 Kemp is still the dumbass, goofy ass, farm handling <laughs> ass mayor, governor. Okay, my farm handling. The Senate is having some problems, so you know it's 50 50 split. Mm hmm. Bitch McConnell ha knows that he's the minority leader and Chuck Schumer mm -hmm. of the Democrats is the uh, majority member, but Ch uh, what, uh, Bitch McConnell is acting like he never lost his position. He's saying, oh, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. Right. And all the Democrats are like, hey, girl, we, uh, <laughs> no, no. Hey, little bitch. <laughs> and, and see, that's the thing, the, 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 con the, the, the Republican, uh, the Republicans in Congress and the Senate, they're banking on Democrats and their niceness to roll over and do nothing, which is what's going to happen. That's their their whole strategy is based on Democrats not standing up for themselves, and that pisses me the fuck off. Grow some balls. These motherfuckers push push through all kind of legislation, not giving a fuck. This is the same GOP that wouldn't let um, that wouldn't let Obama's Supreme Court nominee go through because the American people should decide. And then when the same thing came around, he was like, "Oh no, nah, we don't need to do." Like, come on! Mm -hmm. So, like, stop playing that stupid ass game. Um, and that goes into another thing, y'all. I was so disappointed. Because I, I I give myself a false sense of hope. And I think a lot of people do that. Because I'm like, these people have fucked up the thing. They done ran in the Capitol. They about to bring down the hammer on their ass. And they not, y'all. They not. Yeah. We and said that, though. Yeah, you, you said that, John. You like, yeah. but I ain't that defending. I mean, I but I don't think it's a false sense of hope. It's just like... Okay, we're giving we're we're giving you an opportunity to do them like you would do anybody else who breaks the law. Right. Keep the same energy. That's all we asking that you do. Right. And so let me tell you about how But quick, let me ask y'all a question my dad. Are, are, should we be asking them to do that? Because Yes. 
but it don't happen. It won't never happen. If you do it the other way, don't treat them like that and don't treat us like that. They're not going to do that. Because these American right. terrorists are going home and the judges are releasing them. They, The guy who had on a shirt that said Camp Auschwitz. Oh, yeah. They didn't even, he didn't even go to jail because they didn't even argue that he should be in jail. The dude with the zip ties, no, he he got a bail. And 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 the, the guy, um, what's the other guy? Oh no, the chick, Riley, Riley uh June Williams. This the bitch that stole Nancy Pelosi laptop and tried to sell yeah. it to the Russians. Yeah, she stole the laptop. She was charged with violent entry, theft, trespassing, mm. and obstruction. And she was released under to the custody of her mom. That bitch is grown as fuck. And they treated her well, like... you know what? If we had... Go on. No, I was just going to say, if we were still under British rule, baby, her head would have been shot off yesterday. <laughs> okay. And the judge was like, I'm going to make sure you get a lawyer who's going to help you. That's not your job. That's not your job. He was, <laughs> he was like, you know, this is a this is a difficult situation, but we're gonna make sure that you're okay. The guy who stole Nancy Pelosi's lectern, uh, released on bail. The dude. Why are we Why are we making sure you're okay when you when you broke the law? That's what I'm saying. Like we we talking some we want like this the shit that that happens to us needs to happen to them. That's not going to happen. Like. And to, to wait right. on that to happen is like insanity. <laughs> like it really is. It would be right for it to happen that way, but the shit just not shot. It's no way my black ass, your black ass, your black ass could have <laughs> walked on the steel of the Capitol and not still be in jail right now. Like get the fuck out of here. Like right. I the shit, I don't care about none of that. I don't. <laughs> Trump is not going to get unpeed. Like I just, it's just, it's just smoking mirrors. That's what it yeah. is. I gotta hold out hope because I just, I guess that's just the the goody in me. It, I need that. And when well, we comes, need you to have that hope because that's that's the only. You know what I'm saying? Like you having that hope, that's the only thing that will keep me abreast. But I for for it myself, I don't. I just don't. And me, I mean, you never know. A former Houston police. Uh, officer was arrested and his excuse, not only are they getting bailed, but they're giving the dumbest excuses. Oh, Trump told me to come here. I'm just obeying the orders of my president. Oh, uh, the president. Mm -hmm. One Houston former police officer gonna say, I broke in because I wanted to see the art. And he got bailed. And it's people, it's black people in, in jail right now for driving without a license. Shawty, it's sex workers selling mm -hmm. their own pussy. They own. <laughs> and you <laughs> want to put them in jail. Like, it's their own. <laughs> like, it, it belongs to them. They didn't it's still some, um, take it. It's still some um, people who were marching doing for, you know, a peaceful process for um, Black Lives Matter. They're right. still, they still have charges pending on them. Ooh, child. Anyway, that, mm -mm. Mm -mm. Wait, like literally waiting for a trial date in jail. Mm -hmm. The shit is the shit is wild. But let me go on to something else because I'm gonna get mad. Um, the new defense uh, secretary is a black man, the first one ever in history. So oh, nice. shout out to Lloyd Austin. He was confirmed by the Senate. Go off. What's up, Lloyd? 
and he is black. <laughs> I'm talking about the round skin black. Okay. Ooh. Um. And I don't, this isn't politics, and I don't know if you were going to talk about it, John, but it it goes into what we talked about last week with... Wait, uh, wait, don't get in my lane. Stay in your own. About what happened in Harlem. You going to talk about that? Oh, no, no, no. Okay, so, Michelle, did you hear about what happened in Harlem, girl? I guess that's a no. Because <laughs> <laughs> she looking like she missed right. her chromosome with her mouth open. <laughs> what happened in Harlem? Child, so this chick, a 31-year-old woman, went to a liquor store. She just wanted to get yeah, off uh, after work. And some guys in there tried to holler at her. She, you know, she was just like, no, thank you, or whatever, and left. They followed her out there. She finally she they haven't said her name, but she finally said what happened to her. She said they just attacked her. And nobody helped. Nobody helped. They said that yeah. that that they beat her, they kicked her, and spit on her, and and bit her. Yeah, she yeah. Said, I seen her interview. She said it was like they wanted to humiliate me, and the last thing she said is, "I can't stop thinking about it, and my thoughts are different." It's like she was saying, "I'm, I, I, like she could be suicidal. Like she was like the way the way my mind thinks is different now." And she described how he bit down. She said he, it's like he bit down on her eyebrow, and she said mm-hmm. she felt him opening his mouth and clamp down even harder so he could get a better grip. Mm-hmm. A black man to a black mm-hmm. woman, and it's and. Y'all didn't see the video? Yeah, I actually, um, I actually tried to watch it. Y'all know how I am about shit like that. Like it really, but I was like, I need to watch it. So like, if I see this nigga, I'm talking about straight up beating the fuck out of him. But my thing is, because we talked about that, right? We talked about yeah. that on the last episode. Yep, about women. My thing is like, why, why the fuck, like? You dead praise nigga because she 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 did not want to be bothered with you. Like your ego was stroked dead, like dead hard that you cannot take her saying, nah, I'm good. I don't need you to buy my wine. Like you are lame and pussy as fuck. And so now they got like it's hell, it's like a big ass crowd out there now. It's been out there for like days. Like hell people, they looking for them, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. And my thing is beat they ass to death. I don't care. Yeah, because don't when you do bleep. shit like that. I don't care. I don't. I don't care. They, and I when people be talking about something, well, black on black, fuck that. Beat they ass. I'm talking about beat they ass to death. Because yeah. you just, you don't, you don't even deserve to walk on this earth. Fuck, boy. But that was black on black crime when they assaulted her. You know what I mean? Exactly. But exactly. That's how it is. Like, you walking by yourself. Oh, you, you a target. Why? Why do I have to be a target? That's so trash. That's so trash. That makes me so upset because she just, I mean, her life is ruined. You can't untraumatize. You, how do you, every time she look in the mirror, every time she do her eyebrows, she's going to think about how a man, a black man bit the fuck out of her eyebrow because she did not want to talk to them. Right. And And not on top of, or it can make her feel a certain way. Yeah. Towards black men. Yeah. And rightfully. Yeah, so. towards black men. You know, and you can't 
yeah, you can't fault her for that. Okay. You know what I mean? You cannot fault her for that. And, you know, they also mentioned that the store owners did not help. And that's because I was like, why are they protesting out the, outside the store? Because the store owners ain't want to do shit. It's a braiding shop next door, right? Mm-hmm. Africans, baby, they, they won't release their camera footage. They said, we don't want to have nothing to do with that. And you know what? And that, every all your skin folk ain't kin folk. And these, uh-uh. you, I, they shouldn't braid another stitch of hair because I'm sick of them coming to America. I'm not sick of them coming to America, but I'm sick of, uh, sick of them coming to America, America, establishing these businesses, being disgusted by us because a lot of those Africans do not like fucking African-Americans. Right. They make their living off of us, just like Koreans, just like the Chinese, just like all these other nationalities that come here and get in a business where we have to patronize and then look down on us. You're not you go. You see this woman being attacked. You won't even release the tape because you don't want to get involved. I that That's just my I, I, I like I said, I hope they I hope they never braid another piece of hair. That they need to be out of there. Like, don't come here on that shit. Don't come here on that shit. You charging five times what you charge in your homeland to do our hair. Brother, I you just saw a video of this girl get her hair braided. I'm talking about boss braids to the floor for twenty five dollars yes. in yes. Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna get into that in my segment, y'all. So it's funny mm-hmm. that you brought that up, but that's that's on us. That's on right, us. And when I say that's on us, I mean brown, brown yeah. skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I on agree. us. You are absolutely right. But yo, fuck your braids. We know how to do that shit too. Hey, come at lineage. Well, at least in Atlanta, because I mean, I don't even think Africans got the market no more in Atlanta when it comes to braiding. Because you can get a fourteen-year-old who know how to do knotless braids for the love. Yeah. So they losing ground in Atlanta. Ha! Go to college. Um, <laughs> not go to college. <laughs> you know that's uh, all they teach their kids is to be doctors, lawyers, or engineers. So go yeah. do that then since we can't do nothing else. Um, <laughs> that's all I got for today. Um, I'm gonna bring y'all more news on what's going on because a lot of things are being stopped in the Senate. Because Mitch, like I said, Mitch McConnell is acting like he's still in charge, and <laughs> Chuck Schumer has not found his balls. So I will be updating y'all on that. But student loans up on pause until September 2021. Bow, bow, bow. And he working on that ten thousand um, <laughs> dollar that ten thousand dollar student loan payment for everybody who got student loans. You know what? When it comes to that, that's where I have the hope. Um, yeah. Because that, that whole thing, but that whole thing with um students who attended Corinthian colleges, I feel in my heart of hearts that those loans will be deleted. They will. And the um hoodoo work that I'm doing on that is... <laughs> the hoodoo work that I'm doing on that um, is for everybody who graduated um, from a Corinthian college. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Honey. <laughs> right. And let me say, before I go, 
a uh, 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 supernova fuck you to everybody who is like, I ain't paying off my student loans. You need to pay off yours too. Fuck you, dummy. That's what you get for paying your shit off early. Stupid ass boy. <laughs> Stupid ass girl. Give a fuck about you paying your shit off early. And now you want all of us to suffer because of that? You're bad. It's horrible, y'all. We'll be back, y'all. Ew. Holly Okay. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Hey, You Talking About the Podcast with Gina, John, and Michelle. And we got John with What's Poppin'? What's Poppin'? Okay, so on? y'all. Okay. So it's a lot of shit going on in, in the news and foolery in terms of these pop culture motherfuckers. So first up, do y'all know who Danny Lay is? That sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. I don't. Actors. Okay, Danny, I'll give you a little bit behind the musical pub. Danny Lay is, um, she's a choreographer, singer, rapper. She's actually in a relationship with the baby right now. Does that ring a bell for y'all? Her. Her, right. I don't. Yeah, Michelle, you win, so don't worry. Um, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she she is in the news because she released a song called Yellowbone. And in this song, she's talking about... I, actually, I'll just play y'all a little clip with. Hold on. This is going to make me mad. I already know. I already know. What is she saying? Right. So she's saying yellow bone is what yellow bone is what he wants. Yellow bone is what he wants. Pretty yellow bone is what he wants. So my okay, before we go in, because I know y'all better light this little bitch up. So she she's in a relationship with the baby. The baby's Okay, these are all the variables that's going to make up my response for this. The baby has a whole dark-skinned, chocolate, beautiful wife. I mean, beautiful baby mama. One. We're in a world right now where colorism is alive and well every day. That's all everybody's talking about. You know what I'm saying? And you got to know, you got to read the room and understand that this is some bullshit. And then, two, this nigga didn't check you. He didn't say that, like, it, it, it's just cool, like, that you don't release this song. And she at the time, and then after it came out and everybody was in her ass, she said, well, I don't I don't see what the big deal is. People make songs about dark-skinned girls all the time, and I don't say nothing about that. I just so happen to be a light-skinned girl, and my man is chocolate and dark-skinned, and he likes a light-skinned girl. You sound stupid as fuck. Yeah, so I, that's all I'm going to say. Y'all, now, what? How, how do y'all feel about it? <laughs> How, how old is this little dumb bitch? She's 26. Yeah, I, for me, it's just a maturity level. Yeah. Her frontal lobe is fully developed, and that little bitch should know better, okay? <laughs> because all your shit is real grown up inside your brain, and you sound like a fucking middle schooler, okay? That really that yeah. really angers me because it's a clip that's been going around with Rick Ross and some competition he had. And these uh, yeah. girls had the same beat. The first girl looked like one of the city girls and yeah. she could not sing. The other girl had like beautiful Egyptian looking coils, um, uh, two strand twist. 
could sing it down. And they was like, mm, no, this doesn't match for you. Hers is better. And the title of the clip says colorism in the music industry. Like this girl is physically and, 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 and you can hear how bad she is, but because she's lighter than the other girl with uh-huh. straight orange hair. Yeah. That, that girl, actually her name is just Brittany, the, the girl with the orange hair, the one she who they was like, yeah, you're the one. Yeah. She, she, she was crazy. She should just shut up because her music is just trash. But trash. the the audacity, and you say why little baby, why uh the baby didn't check her because he agrees. Yeah, he agrees and he's excited about it. And just and and I don't know what to say about his daughter because look at Lil Wayne. Regga Dummy loved her daddy and he didn't <laughs> shut up. Plenty. Don't talk about Regga. Regga Dummy heard Damn, her daddy say. Regga Dummy shouted. No, daddy said that he don't like nothing dark skin. He only like four ring. Yeah, uh, but that 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 just come from these niggas don't don't know who their daddies is. But my thing is, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's how so are sad, you not, like Michelle? You, I get what you're saying, like about it being immature. But like, my thing is like these. The, when people release shit like this, when you're an artist, it goes through levels. Like, it has to go through your PR. You don't just be like, oh, I'm finna release this shit on my phone. No, you don't do that. Like, when you're a star, you just don't do that. So mm-hmm. other people saw this and they thought this shit was cute. And it just go to show what that industry is like. Like, we see that all the time. You know what I'm saying? We hear that all the time from, like, dating, from TV show to everything. But, like, for it to be, like, in your face and... And in broad daylight, I just feel like motherfuckers just don't care. <laughs> they just don't care. And it's going to continue to go on. Women. Yeah, they don't. And so this whole outrage now, Thomas, I can't believe that they think I'm, I'm against black women. Like, I, my whole man is a whole chocolate man. Like, bitch, fuck you and that lame-ass long-neck nigga. Okay? <laughs> I don't care about nothing about him. Like, fuck both of y'all. Because he didn't check your ass. And I'm talking about... He and like now she's apologized. Thomas, I didn't understand the backlash because people done got in your ass. I hate when bitches do that. Stand in your shit. Just be like on light skin. I don't give a fuck. They just say it. If that's what you gonna be on, or man, or I'm light skin and I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't know. I didn't because that's what it sound like. That's why I said it. it just sounds immature. But she, at the same time, like you said. Like you Go said, ahead, John, it goes through a couple of people. It goes through, you just don't, you just not releasing these. A, a couple of people have heard this. So at the same time, it's like, oh, well, we don't care. Jay put it out there. My thing is, she thinks she's smarter than the masses because she's been going beefing with the baby's baby mama forever, who is a dark skinned woman. That's my you main thing. Fun. So try that on somebody who got a GED bitch. Like, I know. Your dumb ass did that intentionally to get under her skin. That's what it is. She looks better than you. Regard- it don't matter. It exactly. don't matter. Because let a, pi- let a pimple pop on their face, hoe. You're going to be looking like a piece of face, bitch. No, that everybody going to see it. So shut up. Like, get out of here. I would not want to be light-skinned. I'm sorry. No no disrespect to light-skinned listeners. You know, I love y'all down. But I love that I'm, I'm not light-skinned. Because when you get that bump on their face, Cray the face cold burn. No, that, because that's what I'm calling you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, miss me. Ooh, That's ignorant. And it's it's crazy to see how something that's so antiquated 
is still so pervasive in our society. White people legit don't have to say, oh, we prefer lighter blacks to, to darker blacks. They ain't got to say that shit no more. Black people don't. don't even talk about that shit anymore. They don't. It's just, uh, we didn't took the baton and running this little dumbass race. Right. It is dumb. And you and and this shit is dumb, man. And I just got a little a message from one of her um one of her classmates, one of her fifth grade classmates tweeted was like, Danny Lay called me an ugly Haitian in fifth grade. So she know she knows she doesn't claim blackness all of a sudden. So she knows she shouldn't claim blackness all of a sudden. So there's that. She being a racist. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Miss right, so, so next up, did y'all watch the Sonic Pepper biopic? No. Who? Sonic Pepper bio. <laughs> She's talking about the whole Sonic Pepper biopic. Oh. It came on last night. I actually watched it today, like um around three o'clock, and it was really good. Michelle, I really think you would like it. You would really like it, and the actresses were very authentic to who they portrayed. Minus, let me get y'all together, uh, Lifetime. Whoever the fuck told y'all to pick this little fat roller-poly dude to play Martin Lawrence? Y'all need to be shot in the back. <laughs> because if I was Martin Lawrence, I would sue y'all motherfucking ass. Because that nigga don't look nothing like him. That's he was fat. He was looking dusty. I was like, and when he told me something, and when they were like Martin Lawrence, I said, I know damn hell. Well, that's not no Martin Lawrence. Yeah. And then the fucking afro that they had on, on kids afro? to like stack his, yeah, because it was an afro. Yeah, I said it right. The afro that they used to stack his box, because you can see that it was extra hair that they added to that. Oh. Do build a lifetime. Do build <laughs> but, <laughs> but the story, the story was really good. It definitely showed how a lot of times, like, you can't be in a relationship with your manager, yo. You just can't. Especially when you're starting something new. I just don't personally believe you shouldn't do that anyway. But when you're in a group with somebody else, you just can't do that because you're going to always get the benefit of being with that manager. You know what I'm saying? They're going to always look out for you first and the other person going to always get the flag. And that's what happened. And luckily for them, you know what I'm saying? They were like sisters for, for a long time until, and I don't want to tell the movie, until they, they parted ways for whatever reason. But it was really, really good. And Herbie, whoever whoever Herbie was, do y'all know who that is? He he first managed them back in the day. Herbie. I think that's not familiar. Don't huh? come with that jazz shit. Herbie Hancock. Herbie Hancock is a jazz musician. Oh, I was just, John didn't know, so I'm like, is that who he's, he's talking about? No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> anyway, the dude name was Herbie. He was the manager. He was also with, with Saul. So, don't worry about it. He threw so much shade in that group, yo. Like he, he, niggas ain't shit, shotty. When it comes to money, <laughs> they ain't shit. They will, they will milk your ass for everything you got. Keep them out your motherfucking business. I tell you. So if any listeners out there in the group with your baby daddy or your goddamn husband is it stage live <laughs> right now? Females okay. don't listen to that though. That shit is dumb. Like, it's just dumb. They don't listen to that. They will give their husbands or their boyfriends, if that's the manager, like, out of clout in the world, um, i.e. Centoria Brown. Mm-hmm. 
You write about and this nigga. I'm talking about he doing he doing interview like he just been in the pokey all this time. You got They could have let um, Martin Lawrence play himself though. I, I might as well. I might as well. Goddamn. Mm. <laughs> they could have had fucking Orlando Brown. Oh no. They would have been a reprieve from this motherfucker that they. But he would have aced it. He would have aced it. He would have. Okay. <laughs> yeah, baby, shout out to Orlando Brown, yeah. Yes, um, but yeah, it was. If y'all haven't um watched, it, I, I definitely suggest you you check it out. It was pretty dope. It was pretty dope. I probably won't. So I that, I will. Yeah. I probably will. But um, that goes back to like um how in TLC and how um Chili was in the relationship with um Dallas Austin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it always be like that. It always yeah. be like that. What can you do? Cool, cool, Okay, so next <laughs> up. <laughs> next up. Um, I know y'all didn't do this. I know y'all didn't watch the versus battle with Keisha Cole and Ashanti. Won't. You know what? Um, I got a is it called a DM? You know what? I'm not it's called, doing it. What the fuck? Somebody DM me and asked me, did I watch it? And I was like, I didn't even know that it was going on. It's like they didn't even for me, it it didn't even get advertised. And then when it aired, I didn't hear anything else about it. So was it good? Cause I didn't okay. hear any news about it. Please let so me know because I'm not doing it. This was the third time that it was scheduled to happen. So this was the final time they were in the they were not in the same location. Um, it actually started an hour and thirty minutes late due to Keisha Cole. Um, I will get to that a little bit later. But Ashanti was there in her seat, ready. You know what I'm saying? They playing her music the whole time. Keisha Cole was nowhere to be found. Um, but I. I'll start with giving them their roses before I go in. <laughs> so they looked amazing. Uh, Keisha Cole had them milk stats sitting up, baby. I'm talking about sitting <laughs> up. Sitting up. Full of but milk. They're, bo- they're both beautiful women. Beautiful. I'm talking about had yeah. that mane down to the ground. Like, it was just, it was amazing. They looked amazing. They looked mm-hmm. so good. They looked like New money, really. Like they look like they just got out tour when they probably ain't tour. Said got down 2020, nothing. Okay, so there's that. Oh, um, <laughs> so um, they went down. Keisha Cole finally came on, and it was very noticeable. Okay, first and foremost, I'm more of a Keisha Cole fan than I am an Ashanti fan, but I do believe that Ashanti has a better body of work than Keisha Cole. If that makes absolutely. sense, absolutely, absolutely. Right. So, Keisha, I mean, Ashanti has worn billboards. Yes, Gina, Ashanti. Yeah. I don't see it. She has but worn Grammy. She don't want, like, Okay, she Frankie. Okay. <laughs> she done broke it. She done broke it. Guinness World Record. She done did all of that. You know what I'm saying? So, I really didn't think it was a good matchup, but hey, who am I? I I'm just a stylist. But, okay. I didn't think it was a good matchup either. Yes. So they um they they start going head for head. I my one of my favorite Keisha Cole Keisha Cole song is Heaven Sing. It's an amazing song and brand new. Those are two of my favorite songs and she played those. So I was very excited by that. She also <laughs> she also played. There are only two songs, I ain't. <laughs> <laughs> I do that. 
she also played the song with Tupac, and it's called Play Your Cards Right. That's another one of my favorite songs. And so Ashanti was like, oh, no, little bitch. I got a song <laughs> with Tupac, too. And so okay. she pr- proceeds to play this song. I guess it's called Tupac's Life. That was on like fucking Finding Nemo soundtrack that ain't nobody never heard. Okay, <laughs> bitch, why the fuck would you play that? Like you are dumb as fuck. <laughs> are you kidding? But it was it was on the soundtrack. It was on that's a different soundtrack though. It don't matter. What the fuck? That is dumb. They don't even go. You should just let that ride. Okay, let it ride. You but like you said, they be home. competing. They be competing. So it's like, bitch, this a Disney song. Bitch, you're coming out the gutter. I'm with Disney. So so the whole time, Keisha Cole sitting over there looking sponsorless because she ain't had not one sponsor while Ashanti over there with Doritos and Ciroc. Like, they done cut my check. (laughs) And so Keisha Cole like, oh, they ain't give me no check. You're damn right because you ain't got no props in the bag, baby. And you're not going to get none. So it was just kind of like, I like oh, I'm trying to I'm trying to say this. But right. was it good, John? Nobody has said that this was like what was the rating? Like, the top, they I, said it was the top. Now they said it was the top rated one, even over Brandon Monk. Like it's the top rated one, the top. Over five, um, Gia Scott and Erica Badu. Yeah. I don't believe it. That's nah. what it's, right. That's what it's nah. saying. But like, I just <laughs> did when I watch. <laughs> When I watched it, I just didn't get that. I just got, like, a certain was performing. And Keisha Cole with this struggle throw. Like, miss oh, me. no, not the struggle throw. The struggle throw. She, for one, she did this motherfucking promo before singing I Should Have Cheated, which should have been called I Should Have Stayed My Fucking Ass in the House <laughs> and Put the Mic Down. Because it was weak, okay? Like, them notes you not reaching no more. So why are you even singing that song? You should have sung something like, Mary had a little lamb or goddamn anything, something else. But she she just, she don't, like, she, and you can tell she don't do vocal training. And I hate motherfuckers who don't do vocal training. That's a lie, because you love Mariah Carey. You love Mariah Carey, and she does not do any vocal training. I love All I Want for Christmas by Mariah Carey. <laughs> and she don't Get do right. no vocal training for that every Christmas. <laughs> you love me, and I don't do vocal training when I sing my song. And you can be quiet now. Go ahead, John. <laughs> <laughs> that don't make sense. Yes. And so the coup de gras of all of this is on the song Love, Keisha Cole brought out OT Genesis. OT Genesis is the same motherfucker when she was beefing with him because he remade this song. Was like, you just mad because I sold crack to your mama back in the day. And so, yeah, you bring this nigga on a live platform that you, that's supposed to be uplifting your yellow ass, yellow bone. <laughs> and this is what we, and so her sister Elite got on live and was like, hey, bitch, I fucks with you all the way. But that that would never fly with me. That would let me tell you something. You're not finna talk about I don't give a fuck if it's Obama. You are not finna be on no stage with me ever. You silly turtle licking bitch. You Wait a minute, young. I got a question. Ain't OT Genesis the same dude who was on a podcast with them girls? And this the girl called him baby boy and he flipped yeah. out. Talking yeah. about I'm I'm a different kind of rich. Who knows? Yeah. 
And see, that's why that's why I be talking about PR. I'm watching a good show called Flag on um on I'm um, Amazon. Watching that too. Yeah, it's on Amazon, and they, it just tell you how like they spend shit, PR spend shit, and him being with Keisha Cole, that was probably a spin from that. I personally think because he got a lot of backlash for the way he was disrespecting them girls. Like you he really think did. He made shirts and shit. Yeah, like he like these niggas. They need to be brought down. That's just what it is. They just need to be brought down. And They're just it ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen because the big boss niggas who got weight, they don't check them. And that's what it is. You know what? You're absolutely right. And if I may say so, these type of men, they want to be deep down inside. They want white privilege so bad that in the black community, they act. They tr- they move through the black community how a white person with privilege would, untouchable. Yeah, I could do what mm-hmm. I want. I could say what I want. I could fuck who I want. I could disrespect who I want. What are you gonna do? Because you know who put you know who had, who did the blueprint for that? Uh, our Robert Kelly. Yeah, and and the I culture agree. proved him untouchable up until okay. Because the motherfucker <laughs> is still trying to get up out that cell. Honey, just go on there and let that be your life. Just go on mm. and let that be your life, honey. Mm. So, yeah, that. So, I from what I saw, it was like a five. You know, Nan's going to talk Brandy and Monica to me. Like, it's just Erica not. Erica and Jill. It's just not. It's just not. <laughs> so, it's not. <laughs> Yeah, and, um, <laughs> and so they, they, them them numbers, I don't believe it. I just don't, you know. What I I'm don't saying? I don't believe that either. I didn't watch it, but um I think um I don't know. But if you saying that Keisha Cole brought um what's his oh. name? O C Genesis. Genesis out. I think if Maybe like if Ashanti, which she probably didn't have to, would have brought um, what's his name? Who? That guy who she did those songs with the rapper. Oh, Ja Rule. Ja Rule. Yeah, Ja Rule. You know what I'm saying? Like stuff like that. It'll make it interesting. It'll make it fun, popping or what have you. But if they say those were the numbers, I guess. But I mean, I didn't watch it, so I don't see how. Gina didn't watch it, so there's like two people that. Oh, sure. <laughs> sure. A lot of people didn't know it was happening. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I didn't even know it was happening. Oh, but you know, um, and and let me just drop this little nugget too. So you know, um, when they have the verses, you can see like stars and shit be writing in the comments or whatever. So Keisha yeah. Cole was late or whatever, and she did like. Let me say this: she did later say that. She was having like sound and and um visual issues, so she didn't want to come on and be blurry. Whatever, hey, when you a star, you can do whatever you want. I guess I don't know. Oh, when you but pop. so <laughs> so Bow Wow was like, oh she Bow Wow jumped in the comments of the verses <gasps> and said, oh she never be like when she used to come to my house or some shit like that. John. Let me tell like, you, he won't, he won't. Bow Wow is the scar of the earth. Like, I want somebody to fold this little nigga up, Charlie, like, for real. <laughs> because he just, like, he is so bitch-made. He is so bitch-made. I know, I know his dick is lil. It is. It gotta be. Because you got, he, he spent too much time, like, just poking shit and, and talking fuck shit. And, he just lame as fuck. 
Lying is wrong, your bail. Like you, you are already a, a popular person. I ain't gonna say a superstar because you're not. Um, you're already a popular person, and you doing shit like somebody who's trying to get more followers. Just saying wild shit in the comments so people can go to your page. You, honey, you doing too much. I, he just that motherfucker need a hug. That's what he needs—a mm. hug from a parent, because clearly, oh, you he, might be he talking about his dad. Yeah, that's what it like, is. A, a bunch of fatherless niggas that don't know how to love—that's what it is. God damn it, that's what it is. Right. And I ain't got time for that shit, stupid fuck boy. <laughs> All right, so that's my last little story, um. Do I want to talk? Yeah, I will, real quick. So, um, comedian Lunell, she's in the news now for calling out Dr. Dre, um, saying that he's a notorious woman beater. <clears throat> she did a Vlad TV interview, and basically she got in there talking about the only reason why, you know, he ain't in jail is because he rich, and everybody know he be being bitches' ass, and they don't say nothing to him because he make good music. Yeah. And, you know, I, we know that. Fucking, yeah. um, what you call it had a whole biopic about it. We know that, you know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. why, like, I would never, I, you know, I love styling. I love stuff like that. I, I just, you know, it, it's real fun for me, but, like, the whole aspect of working with Slip, I just don't want to do that no more. Like, I would rather do it versus mm. movies, but, like, personal styling, I don't want to do that because it's so much shit. You get invested in motherfucker, they be crazy as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just heard a whole new story about Lucy J came out that got me rethinking my whole opinion about him. And it's just, it's, it's just like, these motherfuckers are, are they, they, they feel like they can do whatever. And Dr. Dre is definitely one of them. He's definitely one of them. If every bitch that he done been with saying that they, he done knock their ass out, it ain't them, it's him. And they not and doing shit. And he still walk around this bitch. Like his name. That's why when he had that uh, aneurysm, I was like, oh. Too bad, so sad. I feel the same. Misery comes in the form of aneurysm, <laughs> I guess. I, 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 I agree. I agree. Lunel, I, she's one of my favorite comics because she has... She don't give a fuck. Sis has been through a lot. A yeah. lot as, like, men have done her dirty, like, Ooh, just to think about, it, I I couldn't have survived a quarter of the shit she's been through, and like you said, she keep it real. She even one hundred, and that's the thing that nobody's saying. Everybody know that Dr. Dre beat ass. Yeah, yeah. And and nobody's doing anything about it because he makes people money. Yeah. So when do when are people gonna be like, damn? I'd rather see this woman be okay. Versus me get a hot song. Like, when is that going to be... Never. You know what I'm saying? Like, when is that going to be, like, the tipping point? Like, this is what we I need to be on. Because he been being ass for, for right. decades. Okay? Like, decades. Okay, so it's like, yeah, so... Okay, and, and, and next... <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what... Like, it's no recourse for him. Nobody has. It's just not... Okay, you hit me... And if I hit you back and then the authorities a call or whatever, like none of that stuff has even went down. So 
I mean, what can I mean, you do? It, I don't like how you all, how I feel hope about politics and you all are like, fuck that. No, nah, shit not going to change. That's how I feel about this because more than politics, people, it's not that nobody gives a fuck about black women. It's that nobody gives a fuck about black women and actively want to see black women hurt. Not only do you not care, you take extreme joy in hurting black women. Yeah. Like people have done. But you, what you say? But you but take it come from so, you take, it come from somewhere. But yeah, and you take extreme joy into seeing that because nobody has ever checked you on it, and because right. we're so devalued. But let me tell you something. Um, if a black woman stands up for herself, then that's a whole nother title. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So that's something that we have to overcome as a people, as a culture. Because at the end of the day, why you want to hit your mama or hit your sister? Yeah. Because that, that's never going to change. That's who I am. You know what I mean? But let me tell you if, if the black woman is the backbone of everything, you know what I'm saying? I mean, obviously you can't crush me. You can try. You know, I know how to rebuild myself and that's what I do. I just I just be rebuild myself and keep going. They hate and, that. They hate yeah, and that's what I'm saying. That is that is hated. That is looked down upon. So when I rise up like a phoenix, I'm not rising up like a phoenix next to my sister. You know, I'm doing this um, in my own time, and you're doing it in your own time. We've always been separate as a people. That is what we need to overcome. So yeah. that's what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about certain stigmas in the culture. Yeah. But let me tell you something. My, I, I just never been about that hand girl. My older sister, Alexia, used to be fucking me up. Okay? I'm talking about beat my ass. And I would never hit it. Like, partly because she probably could beat my ass for real, for real. But I just never, you know. Oh, yeah. Alexia probably could beat anybody's ass. Right, arms are still, baby. I'm talking about yeah. she push you, you going through the but door. For no me, day. it's mental for her. You're like, yeah. oh, she'll, she'll Scorpio, ain't it? Uh, hey, man, okay, you, you and her just, nerds, yeah, get on. Yeah. So, you want to come this way, please believe it. Like, my mama <laughs> told me today, talk about, um, what she say? Uh, I have broken you. I say, oh, okay, believe, keep believing it if you want to. Uh uh. Oh. Uh uh. Lane didn't say that. Yes, she did. She may have felt that way though. Oh, get your mind together. But not in a. But not in a. Oh, get your mind together. Oh God, she just say oh God. Yeah, yeah. As a black woman, you have to be because that's that's that that's what the black woman uh the the. That's what the illness said. But the illness came from a black woman. I have I have broken you, girl. Girl. Rethink it. Restate it. Oh my God. You are stupid. Oh, that's well, that's all. Oh, I just got one more honorable mention. That's the Soldier Boy is back in the news. For um, and he has a lawsuit against him for kidnapping this girl. Uh, on and off for two years and kidnapping her and holding her captive on and off for two years. Now, where the on and off part come from? Don't <laughs> ask me. I 
<laughs> don't ask me. I don't right. know. That's just the story that I read, okay? You know what? Was she a black woman? And you know her. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Okay, remember that Netflix documentary that came out about the, the kidnap by my next door neighbor? What was the name of it? The one uh, with... In plain sight. In plain oh, yeah. sight. Mm-hmm. That was that's all I can handle yeah. for the next decade. So don't bring no dumb <laughs> soldier boy shit over here talking about some you've been kidnapped over the past two years. On and off. Don't forget. On that. and off. What is that? <laughs> A relationship? Get out of here. Yeah, like I don't that's why I didn't even get into it because I don't want to discredit how what she's feeling and I don't want to get her no pay because I know this motherfucker crazy. Like you don't heard how he talked to people. The nigga got several screws loose. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it's believable. It's believable. But if you get kidnapped one time, what you leave and come back to house and kidnap me again? Like, I'm confused. I'm confused. But okay. Um, I, how you I, this is that, that mentality that um, a lot of women have. Um, he'll do better next time. He'll do better. Or, or even with the documentary, The Fear, because they legit let the next door neighbor kidnap their daughter again. Charlie, but it was because they, they were in fear of him. hundred pounds soaking wet. What the fuck? Hit that nigga with a base and get out? Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, goodness. You definitely not finna punk me, soldier boy, with that fake-ass jury. Boy, you better get out of here before I put some mm-hmm. turpentine on you. And that's what I would be like. You say it's gold-plated? <laughs> yeah. Right, get out of here. Kidnapped off and on. Off and on. Make sure you (laughs) underline that. Maybe. I don't. mm. That's that's so. Yeah. That's all I had, y'all. Um, these motherfuckers crazy. So yeah, that's all I got. What that shit? That's crazy. Um, all right, y'all. We'll be back. Get we'll be back. with Michelle because hellacious, okay? Hellacious. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Hey guys, welcome back to Hey You Talking About the Podcast with Gina John and Michelle. We're back with Michelle. What it is. I, I told y'all to call me Kamala Michelle. And we black by all that earlier, so get over it. <laughs> It's a uh, Madam Vice President, the MVP. Yes. Yes. Oh. MVP. MVP. MVP baby. I ain't even, what a wonderful play on words. I know. For you right? to be so smart, you so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> you take me here, you bring me there. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> What's going on, Shayla Pooh? Um, what I got going on is I have been oh just looking at a couple of things, y'all. Um, uh, when it's um pertaining to black business, mm-hmm. and you all touched on it um a little bit this evening, but I'm just trying to think of you know what can I do for myself and my family to bring in, um, you know, a lucrative income, but at the same time, have let it be something that um, the people need 
mm-hmm. you know, in my community or what have you, but what will make money? And so I had been speaking to my cousin a while about um, the idea came to my head to open a beauty supply store. Mm-hmm. Uh, because where I live at, I stay between Atlanta and Douglasville. And so um, there is a beauty supply store is um, ran by Asians up at Camp Creek. And mm-hmm. um, the one in Douglasville that's closest to me is ran by um, a black couple. Mm-hmm. So, uh, of course, you all know I love to shop in Douglasville. So, you know, I was just thinking, but I had been talking um, to my cousin and she was telling me out where she lives. It's a couple of black owned beauty supply stores. But when she spoke to the owners, um, how hard it was to get inventory. That was everybody's, um, what do you call agony? That was mm-hmm. all the owner's agony. <laughs> so a lot of times, you know, we think, okay, well, maybe my experience will be different. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so I was thinking back and um, <laughs> when I grew up, where I grew up on Campbellton Road, all the hair salons and the barbershops were like in plazas. Like they were just so close, but you only had that one beauty supply store. Mm-hmm. And all of these black hairstylists and um, barbers had to go to this beauty supply store that were ran by Asians. Now, on Campton Road, I can remember there was this one beauty supply. It's called All-in-One. It was a standalone store. All-in-One beauty supply, standalone store. Black people ran it. I don't know if they owned it, but black people were the face of it. Mm-hmm. And it was a standalone store. It was not in a plaza or anything like that. Um, and so now I'm just like, okay, but I went to go speak to the lady who owns the one in Douglasville. Mm -hmm. And when I was asking her questions about, you know, how is it to open up and everything, you all her our conversation, it was so sad. It was so sad because she was like for, you know, the African-American business owner. Um, it's an at risk. You enter in at your own risk. Yeah. And so, you know, we have seen the videos of like the nail salons. You know, most nail shops in our communities are Asian owned. And no, you know, no shade to Asian business owners, but we have we need to hold ourselves accountable for what is in our community. You know what I mean? And we're so accustomed to this. I know Gina, like even me now, I have on acrylic nails. I went to an Asian, um, Korean. I don't know. You know, I don't, hell, I don't even know um, <laughs> to get my nails done. But because their nail shop is so convenient mm-hmm. to where I live, yeah. you know. And so when I was talking to the lady um, who owns the Black Beauty Supply Store, she was just saying, um, yeah, I, all I do is spend all of my time ordering inventory. And I said, but when I go to the Asian beauty supply store, they have so much stuff. Like, it's so cluttered in the stores. And not even if it's cluttered, it's fully supplied wall to wall 
of yeah. stuff, wigs, um, makeup, eyelashes, you know, everything. Yeah. And she told me, she said, oh, that's because they have their own warehouses. Bitch, what? They have their own <laughs> warehouses. And so they order from each other. And when you order it in bulk, your shit is cheaper. Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm saying? If you're black, you don't have that access to that warehouse. So when you ordering the inventory that you need for your store, it's at a higher price. Okay. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, what do you do? And when um, my cousin and I were talking, she was like, we have to make that conscious decision to buy black. Mm-hmm. And the stigma that I wanted to talk about was that phrase, that's why I don't like buying from black people. See, that's why you can't never get nothing from our people. You know what I mean? Or, that phrase. see, that's, yeah, I don't, um, see, black people, they don't ever want to do business the right way. <laughs> but at mm-hmm. the same time, it's like, our resources are so limited. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Our resources are so limited. So what do you do? Because if I'm going into, I'm, I, I've decided to make a conscious decision to shop at this black-owned beauty supply store, but she don't have half the inventory that the Asian beauty supply store has. Yeah. And so she was telling me the um, the owner was saying, "I don't, I don't have enough store, and I don't have enough stuff in here for you. Your eyes are so accustomed to all." everything that you see in the Asian shop, they have everything. So the little stuff that I do have is not enough for you. But they were saying like the top name brand, like the name brand, um, the hair weave, like Freetress or um, Milky Way, they can't even get that. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's on lock for, for Asian suppliers. But that's an industry that we boom in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Natural hair, uh, relaxed hair, shit, it don't matter. And so I'm like, what? how can we change this narrative? And this is not the first conversation. You know what I mean? Um, it, just, it just came to my awareness because it was just something that I thought about dabbing into. But um, I've been doing a little research. And so the lady at the, um, at the Black-owned business, she was just like, you know, you enter in at your own risk. But she was like, it is so hard. She said, because I can give you the best customer service. You know what I mean? And I can have a nice, clean store. Whereas at, a, at, at the other culture store, they're following you around the store. They're not giving you the best customer service yeah. at the nail shop. Oh, I don't like my nails. I decide, girl, I'm not going to pay for this service. You you beat me in the head with a uh, broom. Yeah. We your whole nail shot done jumped on me and my grandmama. But yeah. my sisters and brothers, they're gonna still come and patronize you. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like that whole mentality of see, that's why I don't shop with black people. One day I could be mad and upset. I can have one attitude and you just you just stop doing business with me but they can not give you a one service and you will continue to patronize over and over again you know um it's it's just crazy so i'm just trying like john even where you live at the bodegas 
who who own it? Why is it a bodega right, right. on every corner? Are there any yeah. black? Yeah, are there any black bodegas? So what is the what is the what is the disconnect? Is it because we don't have the connections? Because my cousin just was saying, oh, it's just a waste of time if you don't have that that inventory list. If an Asian name not on it, oh, you may as well forget it. They ice you out. Yeah, I just think we don't like they we. Ice you out. It's partly like we don't know, and it's partly we don't even try to find that the extra information ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Like for me, you know, being a black business owner and stuff like that, when I was selling them swimsuits, like they were they were flying out, but it was a lot of mistakes that I made and I had to learn and I had to still correct those mistakes. And I'm quite sure I lost a lot of clients in there, and they'll just be like, Well, I can just go, you know, to H and M and get me a swimsuit, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that, versus patronizing my black ass. But that's just how we're conditioned. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's very sad. I was talking about this to BG, you know, in terms of, like, the podcast and stuff like that. And how, like, he was like, you always support everybody. He was like, even people that you might not even talk to, you'll post their stuff. And I was like, yeah, because it's nothing to support someone. I like, especially if they black, like, why not push that? Like, I would do it. And he and he was, I was like, but for me, I don't get that same, that same respect, that same... Right. Um, reciprocity and so he was like because he said I really think you sold wolf tickets in college he was like you sold them wolf tickets like you was this you was that and you don't need the help and I said but regardless of what I sold or what image that I portray I'm still a black business owner that do good by my black consumers you know what I'm saying so why not patronize me versus making this thing like I'm just good and I don't need your patronage like that's crazy to me that's like outlandish so i'm still going you know what i'm saying big up anybody especially if you like i said if you black i'm gonna always do that but i i i, I challenge people and listeners i challenge you like you know what i'm saying like support people that folks you even if they like with me i give you three chances well sometimes two <laughs> after the second <laughs> one i'm out you know what i'm saying but because, that's, that's what i'm saying why do why do we put that that stipulation on when from all the other you know what i'm saying like i could be having a bad day Day one, day yeah. two, I could be having a bad day. Day three, I could be having a bad day. But if but if I go somewhere else and they're not giving me any good service any of the time, why should I waste my time? It, it should at least it should be at least something that because I am black, you want to support me in the community that we live in just so we can get ahead as a people. Yeah, I agree. I def I agree with that. I agree. But in that, for me, I I'm not going to if I take my my business from another from a black person, I'm not gonna go take it and give it to somebody white. I'm just gonna go and find somebody else black. That's just what it is for me. I don't say that everybody else do that, but for me, that's just how I roll. So because I'm not mm -hmm. sometimes like for like I said, a lot of times we don't know shit and we're not we're not giving those life lessons and stuff like that. Like right now, I'm going through an issue with someone that is supposed to be working with us and, you know, in deadlines and stuff like that. And I gave them chances and chances and didn't get any anything in return. So now I'm on to something else. It's no even need for me to be like, well, why you didn't do this? <clears throat> you will see. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody needs a lesson, but I, I just don't think you should bail on the black dot. You shouldn't bail on the black business. But I do think if you're not, like, you can have a bad day, yeah, but, like, two days in a row, uh-uh. Don't nobody got time for that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, 
it doesn't matter. Like, you got a business to run. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it regardless of what service we get from the Asians or whatever the case may be, we still got to give that 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 good customers. It's just what it is. You got to do but, that. But that's what the that's what the lady was saying to me too. She mm-hmm. said it doesn't matter if I give you good customer service. It doesn't matter if my store is clean. If you come in here and you feel like I don't have enough stuff for you, you're you're not gonna buy from me. How is that? How is that fair? I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I agree with Michelle. We'll give two and three chances to black-owned businesses, but we give unlimited chances yeah. to other businesses. So, I don't, I'm, am I wrong, Michelle? You're saying why can't we do that for black-owned business? Because why like, can't okay. we? Do, we need to grow our community. Period. So it doesn't matter whether we just need to circulate the black dollar. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. We just need to keep keep it circulating because if I'm the only black beauty supply in the community, then you have to patronize me. You know what I'm saying? If I give you good service, if I give you bad service, but if you got somebody that's in the community, they don't even live in the community. First of all, you, you, you stay in Gwinnett County and you get a, you get You have a driver driving you to Southwest Atlanta. Okay. And you making money off of these black people, you don't even stay in the community. Like what? What the hell is that? You know what I'm saying? That's just you know, like oh, the money that we're giving you and putting it back in the community and putting it back community. in the community. We need to at least, at least do that. That's just like um, what is her name? The um, the district attorney up in Boston, district attorney Rollins. You know what I'm saying? Like she she moved into the black community because she was like, this is where I come from. These people voted for me. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, but we're patronizing. I mean, it, the beauty, I know one beauty supply um store in the hood, Monday through Friday. I promise you, this lady probably don't open up to like 12 o'clock. Monday mm-hmm. through Friday. She opened up at 12 p.m. Mm-hmm. Bitch, we doing hell. At 6 in the morning. <laughs> you know what I, you know what I mean? And so and yeah. that's and that's the same thing that, that goes back to even the African hair braiding shops. You know, um you coming over here in well in Nigeria, you can get some micros for, for legit twenty dollars. Yeah. But you come over here because because you come over here and then you set up shop in the black neighborhood and you charge $150-$200 for some micro braids, you don't even stay in the community either. You up here in a whole house in Gwinnett County, you know what I mean? And so my, my point is is that we the people, the black people, our money is what makes the world go round. Yes, yeah. It makes yeah. the world go round and we're, we have the money, we spend the money, half of us, we're not making, we, we're not making six figures, but we, right. we letting this money circulate for everybody else except for ourselves. You're absolutely right. And I think it's going to have to take a concerted effort. Like, we got to stop being fucking lazy. Yes, you can get it on Amazon and get it the next day, or you can go down to the local business 
and 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 uh, patronize them. But you don't want to do that because you're lazy and you want the shit to just come to your mailbox and you walk there and get it. And the pandemic has made that even worse. And another point is two points I wanted to make about what you said. Um, so for listeners who don't live in Atlanta, Michelle mentioned a beauty store in Camp Creek. That is a very sore point for me, listener, out of town listeners, oh, because God. Camp Creek, don't do it. That that beauty supply store that Michelle is speaking of used to be a beautiful Barnes and Noble. I'm talking about a big ass Barnes and Noble. <laughs> <laughs> and they shut it down only to turn it into a beauty supply store. A beauty supplier. And I went, I forbade my entire family from going in there. Don't buy a mother. I'd rather you get your shit out of Kroger or Publix before you get it out of there. You don't need none of that shit because they and they, and they think they're real slick. They have nothing but black people working there. You don't see an Asian face. And I went to the counter. I was like, is this black on? She was like, no, this is Korean. I said, but they got y'all working everything. She was like, and, and, and I think and that's, oh, the I was with you, Jana. That's, that's the new sale point. You know what I'm saying? These the young black girls. Mm. Um, they're working in the stores now. You know what I'm mm. saying? Because if you can see a face that looks like you, then you can relate. And but, you're gonna buy. But this is not this the, the this is this is not where the money resides. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> you know, this is not where the money resides for real. Yeah. And and I just you know and I just had to, that was my ignorance. Um, because I had to step back until you know I tried to step into it and get some knowledge for myself but it's like and nothing wrong with having a food truck or anything like that but we spend so much money on food whether it's healthy food or unhealthy food where are our standalone restaurants our standalone buildings or even just the name brand stores if it's in your community the manager they need to be black yeah you know who has mastered that thought in atlanta georgia Pinky with slutty vegan. Yeah. All black everything in black neighborhoods with black ass merchandise, black ass name of food. And a black ass me, experience. <laughs> and wow. John, you didn't see, but them white folks be lining up too. And you know yeah. what they be? In they all motherfucking lane. Cause they be like, oh, this is a black experience. Let me govern myself accordingly. Thank you. And you can have fun too. Pinky gives back to the community. Yeah. She is always Definitely. giving out free food if you vote, if you register, um, helping kids from Clark, Atlanta. She does all of that. So she created the hype around the food, and it is delish. It's right. so good. But right. her energy is strong and her energy mm -hmm. is powerful, but she can't, she can't hold it all by herself mm -hmm. and she's not trying to she's not being selfish with it at all she's just in her lane she has but um, trust in her staff and they in turn give that back yeah she put trust in the community too absolutely that's where the money reside and she know that mm -hmm. you know and she if, if if i'm here they will come I, yeah. I feel like that's a part of her mentality so i mean it was just something that i sat down and i really looked at but we are so um brainwash. Yes. You know what I'm saying? We we have to come out of that in order to 
um really grow. But like I said, well, actually, my cousin said, she said, but you making a conscious decision, Michelle, to buy black is not going to, um, you can't be the only one. Yeah. You know, I can't, I can't be the only one. Um, because I'm going to this beauty supply store and this lady is in the front, the forefront and she's helping me. But if I go into the Korean store, um, or the Asian store, whatever, they're not helping me. They're watching me on the camera. Yeah. But or they're following me around the store. You all, we have to do better with our value. We have to, okay. We're not, if we. I don't care what you do. If you're doing black on black, you killing black on black crime, whatever, keep it within your community. You know what I'm saying? If you sell it, making million dollar moves, keep it within your community if you want to grow. Yeah. Support support these um black realtors. You know yeah. what I mean? We we just have to do better with that. And that's just something that just came to um but we also no. these people in these positions like well pink you that's a good example gina um pink because she <laughs> is all about giving back but a lot of people that are in these positions that are able to do more and give back and show more they don't so it's, it, it has to go hand in hand yeah right you have to get out of that selfish mentality yeah. of i made it yeah and if i could do it you could do it you got to do you got to figure it out. I figured it out. So you figured it out too. It's okay to give somebody a cheat code. That's and, and, and this is something that we as Americans, we as the world need to realize it's enough for everybody to eat. I think right. a lot of community, uh, I think white and black people are like that because the Jewish people not like that. Asian mm -mm. people not like that. Indian people not like that. It's white and black people. And I think that that mentality was given to us through our origins in this country. It's not enough. It's yeah. all for Absolutely. me. It's all for me. Because they're not like that. You, you, somebody will give you your last in West, uh, yeah. give you their last in West Africa. And that is yeah. in us. But we have been taught for it not to be, but it's still somewhere deep down inside of us because I have met mean bitches, okay, that I wanted to cuss out, but they would turn around and be like, here, I, I know you uh, needed it, go on and take it. Like they say it with an attitude, but they still give it to you because that is innate with us. And we have, yeah. to, we have to realize that there's nothing wrong with helping somebody else. It don't make you a sucker. It don't make you weak. It doesn't mean they're going to try and, and climb over you. No. It's just yeah. that somebody want to see you win. That's right. My, That's like, prime example, my tattoo artist, I was telling him about the PVP loan because y'all know that they just opened up more money for it or whatever, right? And so I was telling him he didn't know nothing about it. He had no ideas. And I just, you know, walked him through the application process. And he was like, if I get this money, I'm going to give you a thousand. I was like, no, put that money in the CD for yourself. I just want you to win. You know, I don't, you ain't got to give me shit. You know what I'm saying? Because I would want someone to do that for me. That's what it's about. Like, that's your money for your business. You know what I'm saying? Like, pass the word along. If you know something, pass the It's nothing wrong with it. Because trust, if God wants you to have it, he going to give it to you and nobody else. So Hallelujah. chill out. Uh oh! Yeah. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> no, you you absolutely right, John. Pass yeah. it, pass it along. Um, and when it comes to, I just think when it comes to our culture as a people, we we don't have that same grace and mercy. And I'm just speaking on a small scale because 
um everybody doesn't you know it's not that experience for everybody but it could be this group of people over here it could be that group of people we all have to come together as one group because that's how the other cultures they come together they yeah. come together at, with as one group yeah you know so um that was that was my main thing um the observation that i had just made and it was so many epiphanies that came along with that and um even with covid with the shutdown um you know they still running their businesses like yeah i ain't shit even affected them you know yeah. what i mean and you know they're not giving no money to the community <laughs> to help them out or they not doing right. that for that oh and another thing that um my cousin brought up when we have our black businesses that mentality of when you go inside a black business, you you automatically looking for a discount or you ain't bring your money with you. What? Well, I ain't got it. You know what I'm saying? No, you you don't go into the white man place talking about you ain't got it or asking for a discount. You ain't going into the nail shop. You ain't never finna walk in on nail shop without your money, without that debit card. Hmm. Hmm. And, and, and then if you but do let me challenge you, you on that let me challenge you on that you giving all the collateral to show that you will come back with the money like why do we do that let me challenge you on that okay that is true and I do agree with that but we're not white and we're not Asian we don't know what inner workings that they those races have with okay I'm finna give you this discount this like we don't know what they may have you know what I'm saying maybe we just verbalize it like we just up front with our shit like what's up on that discount where they it's innate for them like they already know oh since you white i'm finna just go ahead and get this for you You know what i'm saying since you asian but, but, that's fine, but if, if i'm coming in there if a black person is going into a white establishment you're not asking for a discount from jump if yeah. you're going into an asian establishment you're not asking for a discount from jump yeah, I know that I'm saying, but like with people and their people, that's what I'm saying. It don't matter. They already got it. They're they're above us already. They're beyond us already with their inventory, with their warehouses. We don't own any of that stuff. They got the money. We don't. If we're asking for a discount from our brother and sister, like you, if I'm giving you a discount on uh, what I'm selling to you, that's taking away from my money. I'm trying to pay my bills just like you. That's not that's not fair. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not saying that it's, it's, but I'm just saying maybe what if this that's the case that we just don't know about. But yeah, I, mean, I agree that's with you. Fine, but it, it doesn't it won't apply to us. We we if it if it circulates, if the money, if the income and the money circulates in the community, then we don't have to worry about asking about that. Now with white people, now I don't know about Asians, Koreans, or whatever, but with white people, we already know they they get they have their own anyway. That's just yeah. like um okay. That's just like saying um, hey, if you go and you raid the Capitol, I got you on them charges. <laughs> Don't even worry about it. Out the door. They already but have I, their I own system. <laughs> they have. That we're not them. That's why we have to come together. So when we get to a point where we have that circulation and we can do that, right now we can't do that. Yeah. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. So that was just my observation. 
um, that was just my observation. Observation. I want to give a um, quick shout out to um, um, over the weekend I had watched binge watched The Last Dance. I'm not into sports. I don't like sports at all. But this was a documentary about Michael Jordan. If you ever need any type of motivation, this is one to watch. It was absolutely amazing. Like I say, I don't like sports, y'all, at all. But something drew me into this. You want to know about success? Um, endurance, motivation. That is a great documentary to watch. And I'm also reading this book called Raising Significance. Um, it's a black author. Her name is Michelle Taylor Williams. And it is a guide to raising independent, well-rounded, and confident kids. Our oh, nice. You know nice, what I mean? Nice. So that that was all that I had for um this episode. That's good, Michelle. I like that phone. Yeah. I want to start back reading, but I don't. Shut the fuck up. Don't you can start back with noodle books, John. You don't have to go into like a novel or anything, but you can start with like Cat in the Hat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one, two, three, I see me. You know, stuff like that. Start off small. Don't, don't, play don't play me. Don't play me. What the hell y'all <laughs> talk about this week? Um, what the hell? Let me say, okay, let me go first. The hell I'm talking about this week is on uh, listeners. Get off my back. I'm gonna show you them sketches. <laughs> I just have not got my sketch pad. But by the time you hear this, I mark my words, you will see my sketches. So y'all can start jumping in my DM trying to challenge me. Okay. I'm ready. But I, I thank y'all for fucking with me. I appreciate it. And holding you accountable. Yes, I appreciate that. Gina, um, wait, uh-uh, I'm not done. Gina, where's your picture? Because you sure were dressed up with the red lip, looking like you was on Metropolitan, but you sure didn't take no picture. And then, I have forgot. Slower. Okay, AKA done. Metropolitan used to be Stewart Avenue. For <laughs> Honey, don't, come <laughs> <laughs> don't come up here talking about I'm on the host row, whatever. <laughs> um, the hell I'm talking about this week is Life After Death. It is coming out March the second. The two part story. No, right. That was insane. I thought it'd be. It is out. the part two. Hold on to this. To the coldest winter ever. Oh my god. Oh wow. Okay. We've been waiting to find out what happened with Winter Baby at the end of that book when she was at the grave site with her sisters. Time and- out. Ooh. You talk about the book. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was going to be the series. You know, they supposed to have been coming out with something you can Right, watch. like Miss Me Dead. That was like 25 years ago, honey. Okay, I'm going to check it out. Yay! What you talking about, Michelle? I'm talking about, um, baby, how three teachers have died from COVID in Cobb County. <laughs> and honey, them, them parents is going off. They saying, fuck what you heard in person. Uh, the teacher saying fuck what you heard in person switch it all over to virtual okay and um the school board in Cobb County is like I don't care nothing about that you know so the fact that the president Joe Biden has mandated that it's federal law that you wear a mask um get with the program y'all come on take some type of precaution um you know, um, that whole thing, you know, Hank Aaron, they saying, you know, he passed away. What I have noticed, too, is that with our athletes, um, black or white, baby, Muhammad Ali 
he didn't even have his right mind, but his body was still going, Built you know, time. because I remember in 96, honey, he was carrying that flame and we was on edge. Like, is he going to make it? You <laughs> right. know what I mean? And he did, but that's because his body over years and years and years had that, you know, it had that vitality from him putting in practice, you know, with his body. The same thing with Jim Brown, um, NFL mm. um, player. That man, he's still ticking and going strong. The regimen was no different with Hank Aaron, but now they're saying that, oh, you know, he it's a, oh, well, he was fine, and he took the uh, COVID-19 shot, you know, and then 17 days later, he passed away, and it was like, well, damn, well, did he have any symptoms? No, well, why did he take it? Oh, he took it to prove to the um, senior citizen African-Americans that it's okay. Like, come on. Get get into it. Let's get into it. So that's what I'm talking about. You 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 said that, sis. And also, before we go, please know that the new variant is deadly. It's it's way more deadly. That shit is in the UK and South Africa, and just like the new variant and New UK Jersey right now. South, no 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 no. It's another one. Three. This the third little piggy. Okay. No, that's what I'm saying. They just said it reached New Jersey. Like, I just thought it on the news. The like, Yeah. Damn. So, John that will be in That house. was yesterday that I read that that it could be deadly. And look at we now. We uh, started from the bottom, and we're still here. <laughs> okay? You better re-up on that echinacea. <laughs> For real. For real. <sighs> All right, y'all. It's been good. It's been real. Make sure you all hit us up with your questions for Hail Mail at hey, you talking about now at gmail.com. We're going to see y'all next week. Next week in this bitch. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Good night. Want to let us know what the hell you talking about? Email us your rants and topics to hear you talking about now at gmail.com. And make sure you follow our IG, Facebook, and YouTube page at Hear You Talking About Podcast. Now go on and hit that email and tell us what the hell you talking about. <laughs>